You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. I am so delighted that you're here with us today. We are going to have a delightful conversation all around empowering women through connection because our guest today is an empowered woman who knows about connecting. Colleen Biggs is a peak performance coach and she works with women and empowers them to step into their brilliance, to find their voice, to have that confidence um, in business, right? So a lot of times we, 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 we look at this from both the personal perspective as well as from, from the business perspective. And while those are really complementary, Oftentimes, we're called into different ways of being in different aspects of our existence. So I love this perfect mash of the masculine feminine that she brings into this conversation because it it, it, it seems to be that harmonizing, balancing sort of walk it, it is where we're all going, right? And those of us who choose to endeavor it find great rewards when we're able to sort of bring all of us into every situation and yet recognize like which in you know in our languaging which aspect of our avatar is going to come forward in certain categories and then honing those so that they're they're nice and, and cohesive and can work well together right that we are the original practice and collaboration internally if we're willing to look at it that way but that also leads us to the connection piece and and I know um we we've discussed on in that that part of what happened during the pandemic what was this severing, right? The divisiveness, the disconnection. And so a lot of folks are really feeling this call to, to invest in connecting, invest in people, invest in relationships. Um, and you know, we're all about relationship dynamics here at Superpower Experts. So this conversation is going to be quite delightful. Please join me in welcoming Colleen Biggs to the show. Colleen, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, hey, Tonya. I'm so humbled to be here. Thank you for asking me to be a guest. Oh, it was it was like such an easy ask. Like the second we met, it was like, oh, ding, 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 ding. Right. Yeah. It's just like everything lights up. It's like, look here. <laughs> so, you know, so who knows where this is driving us. Right. But it's fun. Yeah, it's so true. You know, I feel like when we meet someone, there's either an instant connection or there's not, right? You either know or you don't. And many of us push that aside and we don't pay attention to what our intuition is telling us. And it it works in business as well. You know, the same people are attracted to your energy. They're attracted to the type of person that you are, your personality, you know, everything about you, your aura, or they're not. And we need Mm -hmm. to, like you talked about the avatar, understanding our avatar and talking to the people that we want to hear us and talking in the language that's for the people that we want to have in our circle. That's so important. Yeah, it is so important. So, so let's jump in here and ask, what are your superpowers? I mean, you just mentioned a number, like, I think it's obvious at least what some of those are because of the, the perception and the, and the construct you were just able to paint that beautiful picture of the nuances, right? So the, the, the auric resonance, as well as the, the expression, right? Uh, and I know you've got lots of superpowers. So answering to the question, what are your superpowers and how are you using them for good? 
Well, I don't know if I have a lot of superpowers. I do believe looking back on my life, one of my superpowers is to bring people together. Um, as I, I've been divorced a couple of times, and as I look back over my life from childhood all the way to being 50 today, all of the families that I've been in, I've been the integral piece that brought this family together. In fact, the families would share with me when I would invite everyone over, and I, I was the one that would hold the parties, bring everyone together at my house, bring mm. everyone together, invite everyone. Every family, without a doubt, Tonya, they would say, you don't know the history of this family because you just came into the family. And I said, well, why does the history matter? If it's in the past, mm. why does it matter? I really feel like we should all be together. So I changed a lot of lives along the way by bringing mm. community together and just seeing that the dynamics of why people may be separated or, or what they're estranged from doesn't really matter in this moment moving forward. We have children that we're raising in this family and they don't understand those estranged dynamics. Mm. And so I felt <clears throat> as if I wanted to have the opportunity to be able to get to know their children. And it didn't matter if they hadn't been, you know, coming to family dinners for two months or two years or because something happened in the past. It's like, how long are we going to hold on to that? Right. So mm. I did, I did um, change a lot of lives <clears throat> through bringing people together. I believe that's um, definitely uh, a strong superpower um, of mine for sure. Mm. I love that. It, it, and it's so beautiful and it fits into that connection piece so well. So we're going to, we're going to pour into that more folks go check out Colleen's work, ColleenBiggs.net. We will have the link there on the episode page. Um, and remember go over to superpower experts. If you're not signed up for the next experience, get signed up. They just keep building folks. The yumminess just keeps expanding. The, <laughs> it's, just getting, it's, it's getting quite insane. How uh, just how fabulous those gatherings are as the energy uh, and the vibrational field continues to attract um, very, very fascinating people. So, so step into that experience with us, folks. It's really worth it. Um, and we will be right back. We, we're talking today all about empowering women through connection with Colleen Biggs. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace? connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens, then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening today to the Science of Superpowers with Colleen Biggs talking all about empowering women through connection. And Colleen dropped so much beautifulness right before the break about what happens when we're we we're stuck in those programs. I love that you brought up the children. It's like, what are we doing, right? And and it's not about what are we preserving from what happened in the past, but but rather what is it that we want to create moving forward. Mm -hmm. and, and so sometimes that means being willing to look at the messiness, uh, you know, and that the the work in in bringing people together means being willing to facilitate messiness. And, and, and that's a gift. I, I, I don't know what dictates who's willing to step into those spaces. You know, it's sort of been a quandary of mine as, as people often ask, you know, well, how are you, how you are? And I'm like, that's a great question. I don't know. I'm just, I just am. 
And of course, I'm a, a social scientist enough to sort of review and look at the timeline and say, okay, where, where were the catalysts, right? Where were the things? What where were the nudgings that maybe led me in a direction um, that was significant? And, and I do believe what you're speaking to is the the willingness to say, okay, got it, like not disregarding what's occurred, but really we we what we experience is 100 percent dictated by what we express energetically mentally, emotionally, cellularly, or vibrationally. And when we're not aware of what we're expressing, it's as simple as are you stepping out of the face with a, or out of the, out of your place with a scowl on your face or a smile, right? Like, like then, then the world receives you that way and reflects something back. It's super simple and it requires a high degree of personal responsibility, which to me is the thread that you were weaving into that entire conversation about your superpowers encouraging like you stepping into your responsibility, but also encouraging the family to step into that. And I think when we look through the children and their generation, for me, it was Neva having a present mini me to remind me that what I'm reflecting, what I'm expressing matters, right? And who do I want to be? Who do I want to show her she can be, right? It was, was a huge catalyst for me because it was undeniable that somebody was watching. Right. I think I think carrying that forward, especially as leaders, um, remembering that somebody's always watching. And if you're in a leadership position and, or in a family or in a community and you're not holding yourself accountable to what you're expressing, you're inadvertently solidifying those programs, which in essence is is, is the beautiful thing that you, that you did in, in your story about the families. And so. Um, with that, that then moves over into your work in business and women, right? I see those as being very complementary. How does that work um, with the, how, how does that play out with the women that, that you work with or that you gather in your community? Well, thanks for asking that, Tonya. And it's, it's pretty simple. I a thousand percent believe in one of the strongest scriptures, which is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I've lived my entire life this way. I raised my children on this belief. It's very simple. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. And that's how I've done business with others. It's how I've done my personal life, my relationships. I treat my significant other, which now is my spouse and has been for 15 years, exactly the way I want to be treated. And there's always there, those moments where we're upset, right, or frustrated, and maybe we snap or get angry or say something, and I immediately always follow it up with an apology or I feel bad. I'm, I'm always the first to apologize or say I'm sorry or I was out of line or whatever it may be because we're not perfect, right? We're, we're never going to be. Every day we wake up, we're becoming a better version of ourselves. And we need to understand that we don't know what's going on in someone else's life. So expecting them or judging them to be somebody they're not is not fair. That's on us. Mm -hmm. That's not on them. Mm -hmm. So in business, when you're focusing on other people and it's about them and you're bringing them together in business is the way I do it. And I bring them together in a community. I focus on their needs. What, what is it that they need? What is it that they're suffering with? What is it that I could do to treat them the way I would want to be treated in their circumstance and what they have going on? And, you know, our customers always have this in the back 
back of their head. They want to know what's in it for me. You know, we emotionally purchase, we emotionally sign up for tribes. We hang out with like-minded people because that's where we feel comforted. We're pack animals, right? We naturally (laughs) gravitate toward tribes. You rarely ever see an animal out on their own. Wolves travel in packs, you know, every animal out there travels in packs. So we are no different than that. And when we think about that, when there's a lone wolf out there or someone that is out there on their own and or estranged, we need to bring them in and, and give them the love that we would want in return if that was us standing outside Mm. the pack. And that's how I face everything I do. Mm, I love it. You know, when I wrote my first book, War, I I remember it was, it just poured like two or three days, it poured out of me, right? It was just, some of it was based around, it it wasn't really the story of my experience as a counterintel agent, but it was, it was sort of the synthesis of what I had to work through as as I left that field. Um, and, um, and part of it was being raped by one of my team members on a surveillance mission. And so processing through that, as the book came out, it was like, you know, this cathartic thing. And, and quite surprisingly to me at the end of it, this chapter came through and it was called the myth of separation. Mm -hmm. And the book was watch, assess, react. It's, um, a guide of personal power. And it, and it took into account both situational and, um, self-awareness. Because that, you know, at that time I was, I was doing um, safety trainings and stuff like that, empowering women physically and helping them understand how to assess their surroundings and stuff from the training that I had had. And, and so this, as you can imagine this chapter at the end of this, like kind of lovey dovey, like we're all connected chapter. I'm like, what, like, what's this got to do with shooter situations? Like, what's this got to do to keep people safe? When, when, when somebody decides that, that they can no longer, you know, operate in accordance with the harmonics you just described, um, how does this help, right? And, and, it, and the points that you were making were so brilliant is as to why it's so important that we do that. Because when people feel disenfranchised from community, that's when they start to, they're able to dehumanize others. And when we allow people to stay on the periphery, when we allow people to, to, to um, you know, it's not about allowing, right? It's about it's about the invitation. If they want to stay there, then they get to stay there. That gets to be a choice. And we can create spaces and invitations that are welcoming to people who who um, who we can bring back into the fold. And that resolves a lot of the challenges that we have in our communities because people don't feel connected into each other. I think starting with women is brilliant um, because it's there there's People claim that naturally we're more drawn to that. Maybe it's natural. Maybe it was programmed out of necessity, right? We see a lot of bonding that occurs when people happen to fill power minority positions. And so who knows where it comes from? I think there's we're going to see a really beautiful balancing out as the masculine continues to evolve. Um, but for now, we're at least forged in how to come together. Um, and, and so we get to do that, right? And we get to model that. And we're seeing amazing results when we come together in the way that we want to come together and then others join, right? I think that there's this, especially in business, there's this view, like you have to do it this way. This is how it's done, right? Similar to your family story. Like this is how it's been done. Like they don't get along. They don't talk to them, right? This is just how it's done. And in business, especially when we got into the podcasting space, which I would categorize as being a fairly masculinized industry at this point in time, but podcasting itself is very feminized. 
Like it's a very cool connection. I mean, we're, we're, we're sitting here in relationship talking and others can listen in. There's, there's something really beautiful that happens in this modality, but the business models on top of it felt a little edgy. And so we had to kind of swim upstream with it. You see these things everywhere when we have the courage to say, what if we want to do it differently? Like, what if we want to feel good about the work that we do in the world? What if we don't, what, what if we want to be able to sleep well at night, knowing that we did what we could for the people who came onto our path that day, the people that we connected with. And so I love your service first kind of perspective of what can I do here? Not what am I getting out of it, but what can I do here? What am I, what, what do my gifts and my abilities allow me to, to give in this situation? Um, and it brings up another question around bringing people together in collaboration. Um, one of my studies has always been, how do we collaborate effectively? And so it's one thing to come together and want to love on each other and connect, but there's also an efficiency, an, an actual convergence of those that creative energy um, that sometimes gets left out of conversations when we gather together in community. And so how do you balance that in your work? Well, you know, I really believe in only telling the truth and having a very clear and concise way of communicating with other people. So, you know, I'll call a spade a spade or whatever it may be it, in a conversation or in a community. I have clear intentions of why we're gathering, what the purpose is for, you know, long ahead before the gathering that's happening. And then mm. when we're in the gathering, it's very clear and we stay on track with what our intention was for that specific meeting. For instance, I do networking events and these networking events are clearly about meeting another person, building a relationship. It's not about selling your products to them right in the moment. It's about connection, creating a relationship and following up with the people that you connected with to build a deeper relationship to see where that might go. Right. And it's also about mm -hmm. having fun because I love to dance and we do a little dancing and we mm -hmm. give away some prizes. So it's a very light, not heavy business driven networking event where we can just come and be us in wherever environment you're in and just you're here to meet someone and have fun and and let people get to know you a little bit more we we do fun questions like do you prefer tennis shoes or heels you know do you mm -hmm. prefer going to the beach or the mountains and it gives us an insight into people personally, because I don't know about you, Tonya, but so many networking events, it's just business driven. And so <laughs> they, they say, Hey, hi, what's your name? And what do you do? And I'm like, well, my favorite color is pink in case you want to know, because no one ever wants, it seems like they don't want to know about who you are. Mm -hmm. They just want to know about what you do. But what I do is not what defines me. Who I am mm -hmm. is what defines me. So these networking events are about getting to know who you are. My group coaching um, conversations that I have with my different groups that I get together with, these are driven mainly by the conversations of content or a specific um, topic that we're talking about. So those are very driven to help us master, you know, with the minds of the people that are there to solve problems, to help the person move forward, to get an answer to something that they've been struggling with. So, you know, those are very clear and concise on what the intentions are, um, just like the networking events are. So as long as we're clear and 
we are not apologize. I'm never, I, I never apologize for being me. And Tonya, I had decided at the age of 36 that I was going to just be me in every situation. I was tired of being what everybody else wanted me to be. And it was just <laughs> time for me to be the mother I wanted to be and raise mm. my children to be the individual that I deserved to be that was fulfilling to me. I was set free that year. And mm. I authentically show up as myself unapologetically everywhere I go. And it's easy. And, and I believe that there's so much anxiety and depression and people are on, you know, uh, big pharma drugs because there's so much angst and shame and fear, um, that is surrounding, uh, the the societal you have to be a certain way and i'm okay going against the grain i'm okay being <laughs> my own individual you know amen I'm fine amen with that. to that sister yeah. it, and if you want to empower yourself folks i don't care how you identify women men anything in between all different aspects however you fall into that spectrum follow colleen's advice by far the greatest thing you can do for yourself is to say you know what it may be messy. I may not know exactly what I'm doing. My avatar may do silly things like we run a buck sometimes, but I know who I am. And, and when you can connect into that and really know, um, for me, it, it was a faith walk. For me, it, it took many twists and turns. Like There are layers upon layers that you will discover about yourself when you decide that you're done allowing expectations, programs, others, the world, whatever it might be, to dictate the essence of who you are. It, it might sway how you show up in certain situations from the clothes that you choose or, or whatever, but the essence of you, the, the I am aspect of you is incredibly worth discovering. And, and that is an unshakable foundation of confidence when you're willing to go to that place. It, and it, and it comes off in layers. Like, with you mentioned parenting with us with Neva, it was finally the decision. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done reading the books. I'm done asking advice. I'm pretty confident that we're going to figure it out. Like mm -hmm. she's smart. I'm smart. Justin's smart. Like not only that, but we're willing to sit in this space together. We had we had incredible faith journey. Like so, it's like we felt held and and, and free to discover it for ourselves. And, and and that changed everything. It got to be about our harmonics, not meeting standards that we didn't even set. And so, so it's important to be looking at what are the programs that are dictating our existence. And, and a great way to start with that is making that pact is saying, you know, I, I, you, you get like one shot at this and this body and this lifetime, right? You get, you get one shot at developing you into whoever it is that, that you get to be here, make it a good one, right? Go through that journey of discovery um, it's very much worth it. And, and you'll, and you'll start to see like, like where I'm at with is like, I'm not believing anything. And so we will be like, you know, you can't actually do that. I was like, I don't actually know that to be true. So I'm going to figure it out on my own. <laughs> like, nope. I'm like the obstinate kid and I'm, I'm reverting. Right. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't know that to be truth actually. And, and until I know it to be true and I developed myself to be able to resonate at a vibrational level of truth within myself. So I, I know truth and I don't lie to myself about it. Right? I don't pretend something's true when it's not. Um, and maybe my avatar might not like it. <laughs> I may want it to be true, but right. I know what truth feels like in my body, in my system. 
we have our own sort of lie detection, right? Justin and I used to teach this acute story. We were, we were taught at the counterintelligence special agent course and um, they always want us to teach lie detection. And I'm like, I refuse, I won't teach it. it Cause it's not, I don't, it's not, it doesn't work hundred percent of the time. You don't really know if somebody's lying or not, but what you can gauge is congruency, energetic congruency. You can mm-hmm. gauge whether or not the person believes what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, because most people have no idea what they're expressing energetically at a vibrational level, but you can read it. And mm-hmm. so when you, when you know that again, you can't, like you said, you can't judge that for you. Like, Oh, they're lying. Like, I don't know that to be true. I simply know that something that they're saying makes them uncomfortable somewhere in their system. Yeah, That's really all we can get to. And then we make the assumptions on our own, but they're not accurate. And so, um, so reading energetic outputs comes you know, people are like, Oh, how do I do superpowers? It's like, well, it starts with getting to know yourself. Mm -hmm. It starts with being willing to say, I don't want to let everything else dictate the terms of my existence. Um, For me, it was outward expression too. That's why the shaved head, you know, that the avatar has been formed in a number of ways because it, it put me in situations that intentionally make me uncomfortable vibrationally so that I can learn to stand in them. Mm. Um, and that's Beautiful. because that's my walk is standing in the fire with people. Um, it's not being swayed by huge. I, I go toe to toe with some incredibly powerful people who are being driven around by their emotions and to stand in the face of that requires a high level of forging. And so I do the things to make myself be able to stand in that. So I can help people. Um, in the in the depths of their their entrapment, essentially, um, that is you know the work. And so when we when you know that, and when you have conviction in that, mm-hmm. you're free. And so yes. so what she's what Colleen's talking about is truly the keys to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. That is how we empower, and we willingly do it transparently in the presence of others to allow for the reflections that show us our blind spots. So we can move forward. I don't think, I think it is the next step of the personal journey. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm reading this book called The Freedom Factor and Mm. it's, you know, I refuse to be tortured by unforgiveness, you know, to others Mm -hmm. or myself. And if Mm. you haven't to your listeners, if they're holding on to a grudge or something that they haven't forgiven in someone else, they need to forgive. Um, they need to forgive yes. themselves. They need to forgive others. They need to remember that forgiving others does not forgive the sin that the person has done. It forgives and lifts it off of them so they don't carry it around anymore. It's almost like mm. transferring ownership because mm-hmm. so many people walk around with these heavy, I call them, you know, they're Sherpas. They walk around with these heavy bags um, mm. of other people's guilt, other people's shame, yeah. other people's fear, other people's um, issues. And we carry that around. And I did that for many, many years with my father because he was in a very abusive father. And I carried that with me. And I remember the day he died and I handed it all over to God and I put it down mm. and I like physically moved my hands and pushed it away from me and said, it's now bearing with you and it's in the hands mm. of God. I'm done. 
I can't carry right. this anymore. And it was yeah. so freeing again, you know, we need to look within ourselves um, to forgive, to be who we are, to know what our values are, to know where we stand and what we stand in. When you know that, you're unstoppable. You become mm -hmm. unshakable because there is nothing that can break you down at that point because you're so confident in who you are and your values that what other people judge or have to say about you, it really doesn't matter. And my husband asked me, when you die, we were watching a show and, and something happened on the show and he looked at me, what do you think you'll regret um, when you die? And I just, I was so taken back. I looked at him and I said, nothing. And he looked <laughs> not at <me>. a damn thing. <laughs> and he said, really? Nothing? And I said, nothing. no, nothing. Because I'm living my life every day the way I intend to live my life. Mm -hmm. And there will be nothing that I won't do that I want to do ever. I will always mm -hmm. do life the way I want to do life, be around the people I want to be around. And that is that is a fulfilling life for me. I will not lay on a deathbed in regret of anything. So if mm -hmm. I feel that I haven't told a person I love them lately or they're coming to my mind, I pick up the phone and I call them and I say, I'm not sure why I'm calling you today, but you came across my mind and I don't think I've told you I loved you in a little while. So just wanted to share that with you. And when I started doing that with people in my life, they appreciated it so much um, that I was reaching out. And it could be a simple text or a simple email that you drop and just say, I was thinking about you today and I want you to know how awesome you are. Whatever it is, maybe you need to ask for forgiveness from someone. Um, don't wait till tomorrow because we're not promised. All we have is today. So do what you want to do. Love money if you want to love money. Love your spouse if you want to love your spouse. You know, go eat breakfast for dinner if you want to eat breakfast for dinner. <laughs> do what it is that you want to do based on your values, um, what you believe in, and what you see to be true for you. That's all that matters. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. I love that. And folks, connecting, connecting, connecting. That. You know, I love the conversations with forgiveness and, and a beautiful process that happens in the forgiveness is, is as we, as we allow ourselves to forgive others, then we realize, oh, really it's forgiving ourselves. And then we get to see if you keep going on that, you get to participate in, in clearing layers out of the collective. If you keep doing this work, it's not just for you. Right. And so, so this is the door. This is, this is how we, we can, we can improve our lives. This is how we can have an experience here. This is how we feel more in control. And beyond that is what do you get to do in terms of being the collective expression of yourself, right? When we start to find ourselves in other people, when we start to see ourselves in the world, when we're able to, to, to see God and in, in the eyes of someone else, right? All of those things come when, when you are willing to walk through those layers and forgiveness does hold the key. It doesn't always seem like it. And in fact, a lot of times we'll talk ourselves around it because we don't want to blame somebody, you know, like, Oh, I don't, I don't really blame them for that. It's like, okay, forgive them anyway, because once you start on that trajectory, it's just that freeing and freeing. And then you see, Oh, what I've been holding on to mm -hmm. is I haven't really forgiven myself for that. Okay. Got it. Okay. Whew. I can let that go now. I'm like, oh, what's underneath of that? Oh, this is a collective story or this is a program in my family. Got it. Okay. Oh, I don't need to carry that anymore. So you let go, right? And it creates a space for it to move. And you you keep letting go and letting go. It's like, I'm not even going to participate in this at a, at a collective level. 
right? I'm, I'm just not, I'm not going to feed it. I'm not going to see it. I'm not, I don't agree with this program anymore. Right. And this is how we go through the process and how, as those of us who are willing to, and have forged ourselves into this are called into bigger and bigger and bigger situations because we can, and, be, and, it, and it creates a much more rich and fulfilling existence for us because you essentially find that you get to live your life, not just as the avatar you are, but as the avatar that everyone is. They are the you outside of you. And when you express in that way, the world is yours, right? It's like this rich, diverse experience of life um, that I think is at the heart of all of the upheaval that got uprooted during the pandemic is intrinsically, we know that kind of an existence is available to us. And the fact that we're settling for something less than that does not sit well with us and we feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Get real with that <laughs> and watch the doors open, right? Yes. And, and that that that's for you advanced course people out there. So so start with who am I, right? How do I want to be? How do, and you get to paint and color and create however you want to. Sign up for that experience, folks. It is the activation of your creative energy field. If you don't know who you are and how you want to express in the world and what you want to experience, tap in, right? Tap in. All the techniques in the world won't help if you don't allow yourself to tap into who you are. And so so join us at the experience. Check out Colleen's work because she's brilliant and she's bringing people together in containers that allow for that reflection, right? Make sure you find a place that resonates with you. We have our community. Um, there's There are many, 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 many places now that are being created from those of us who are intentionally creating safe spaces for you to come into knowing that you can develop there and that we're going to hold it in love. It is worth coming together with other people right now. Colleen, let's jump into some final thoughts on this as we wrap up this beautiful conversation. What would you like to leave our audience with today? Um, I'm going to say this, you know, don't waste your energy on things that don't matter in your life. They're so trivial. Um, I was just talking with a client this morning, Tonya, and she said that, you know, everyone around her has so many opinions on what she should do and how she should (laughs) live her life, including family and her sisters and, you know, the community of people Mm -hmm. that she's around. And she said the emails are overwhelming. And I said, stop, 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 stop. We need to live in a world that is servant to us, right? That is serving our environment. So we need to ensure that we are not wasting energy on decisions we didn't make or still need to make, on um, allowing people to step over a boundary that we have set. Your boundaries are set for a reason. That is your worth. That is where you believe you desire to be and are worthy to stand in. And to let someone over that boundary is telling yourself that you are not good enough or worthy enough to tell that person no. So be very Mm -hmm. firm on where the no's are and say no. It's a complete sentence. You know, say yes. to the things you want to say yes to and enjoy when you say yes, be excited about it. If you're not Mm. excited about the yes, you need to question yourself. Should it have been a no? So many people try to please everybody else, but the person you need to be pleasing and aligning with is yourself. And I know that Mm. seems to so many people like I could never do that. I was raised to not be selfish. Well, I'm 50 and we were all raised to not be selfish. That's just (laughs) the way we were 
all raised, but I'm here to tell you that if you're not filling your cup first, if you're not understanding who you are, how can you ever get anyone to be able to understand who you are? How are they going to relate with you? How are they going to connect with you? The best way to start a connection in a relationship is to find out who you are. And Tonya, you gave some great advice on that and how they can make that happen. You need to find out who you are. Um, and then that's the first step in the, in the building block to how you can have great connections. I never had a great relationship until I really loved myself and figured out who I was. Then I could love someone else. So love yourself first. Maybe look in the mirror today and say, I love you. It's a great thing to do. Oh, beautiful. Best advice ever. Do that every day, folks. Love, love, love yourself. Find that spark. And, you know, if you can't ask somebody, see, like, you know, I'm noticing that I'm having trouble loving myself right now. What what do you love about me, right? Get get somebody to reflect for you. Be vulnerable with each other and say, you know, I, I could use a little boost. In our house, we'll be like, hey, I need an girl right now. Can someone give me an girl? <laughs> like, I really just want, want that, you know, and, and it's it's okay to ask for right? Yeah. Sometimes we don't feel strong enough to do that. And so connect with others um, and allow them to, to be that for you, just, just as so many of us are for other people. Go check out Colleen's stuff, C-O-L-L-E-E-N-B-I-G-G-S.net, ColleenBiggs.net. Check out her work. She's delightful. Colleen, thank you so much for joining me today. It was wonderful. And I suspect we'll be having many more of these conversations. Yes, we will. <laughs> Beautiful. And to thank, thank you to all of you who are listening. We appreciate your support and your, your continued sharing of the network. We couldn't have the success that we do without you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, get over to superpowerexperts.com. If you've been through the experience, you're welcome to come join us in the core one class. So we, we welcome you there and we look forward to connecting with you. Everyone take care and, and we love you. Love each other. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.